This Happy Times episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. I need to get something off my chest. I recently turned 28 and I'm freaking out. Owning a home, taxes, and being a real adult comes with a lot of stressors that I wasn't really prepared for. And the best way to get something off of my chest is to talk to someone, which is where therapy comes into my life. Talking with someone that has the knowledge and information to help me look at my issues from a different perspective has helped me slow down my life a little bit and help calm me down. If this is something that you can relate to, then I recommend you give BetterHelp a try. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. You can visit betterhelp.com slash happy times today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash happy times. And now back to the episode. Turtles All the Way Down is the acclaimed number one bestseller by John Green, author of The Fault in Our Stars. Turtles All the Way Down is now streaming on Max. As a Holmes is trying, she is trying to be a good daughter, a good friend, a good student, and maybe even a good detective, while also living within the ever-tightening spiral of her own thoughts. NPR called the novel a sometimes heartbreaking, always illuminating glimpse into how it feels to live with mental illness. As a fellow YouTuber, I remember reading my first John Green book and feeling so seen. His words that were eventually turned into movies really hit home with me and my age group, especially as I've gotten older. I've dealt with my own battles with mental health and I'm very, very excited to see this movie. And you can buy your copy of Turtles All the Way Down in stores today and catch the movie streaming on Max. And now, back to the show. Hi there, everybody. My name is Joey Gidney, and let's escape reality for a little bit. Welcome to the Happy Times Podcast. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. I hope that you are having a wonderful Friday. It is a beautiful day outside today in Ottawa, Canada. It is only a nice minus 7 degrees Celsius, which I guess a lot of people don't don't really know what that is because I don't think a lot of you guys use Celsius. I think a lot of you guys are in the States. If you don't mind me asking, where are you from? Message me on Instagram or comment on a photo or anything like that. Follow me at Joey Kidney. And I'm not just trying to promo here, but I'm just, I, I want to know where you guys are. I want to know where you're listening from because that first when I started this podcast, everyone was listening from uh, Seoul, Korea, which is literally insane. I find that just insane, mainly because it's just not an area that is talked about a lot where I'm from. So I thought it was really, really cool to, to hear all that. And I just want to say thank you guys so much for all of the support. You guys are truly, truly amazing. And if you are listening to the Happy Times and you do like it, please let let me know because I want to know. I want to know what you guys... uh, I basically just want to boost my ego. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I actually just genuinely want to know if you guys are liking what I'm talking about. And today, you guys are kind of reaching out for the escape of reality. And I want to talk about a few things before we get there. Um, Because one of them, one of the points that I'm going to mention today is music. I think music is a really, really good thing, whether it's my own music or whether it's writing songs or whether it's just listening to songs I think it's a really good thing to for us to kind of pay attention to in life and I think it's a great art form and it's 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 really freeing for our minds to listen to it and to sing it and to play it and everything like that and a lot of you guys are always asking what's my music taste I actually have a Spotify playlist that I update around like every week or so and it's called songs in my head if you search songs in my head and then Joey kidney on Spotify you can definitely find it and update that usually every week every Monday or something whenever I get new music 
music's in my in my library, and I find a lot of like underground artists and stuff that you've never heard for before. But I think we we have similar tastes, and whether it's about a love song or anything like that. Like right now, my tune is "I'm So Tired" by Lauv. I think it's like with Choice of On. I think it's quite a bop and support the the internet personality Troy, who started out on YouTube and being an actor and everything like that. Um, I think that's really important to support where you came from, and he's just, he's honestly awesome. So I think that's a really, really good song, and uh, I update that all the time. Now, today, I feel I'm really, do you ever just wake up and feel just emotional? I'm feeling very emotional today, and oh, it's tough. Today, I realized, actually, I want to I wanna send a kudos to everybody who's in love right now, not because, oh, I'm bashing the people who aren't in love right now, but... I just want to send a kudos to the people who, who are because you're allowing yourself to be so open with another person, whether that's yourself or anybody like that. And I've been I've just been putting putting myself in a box for the past year or so about not being in love and not finding somebody. I've been really hating. I'm really down on my, I'm really hard on myself for the past year. And then today I kind of woke up and I realized like I am. And this year wasn't a year, it wasn't supposed to be a year of finding someone new or finding my love in somebody else or anything like that. This was a year about finding love in myself. And I know that sounds so fucking cheesy, and I apologize if you guys can't relate to that. But for me, finding love in myself, finding that self-love was so important to do and to wake up and to feel happy. And I was so focused, now I was so focused on finding love in somebody else that I didn't realize I was finding in myself for this past year. And there was times where I shot down relationships or I shot down people just because I felt like I couldn't fulfill them and I didn't really know the reason why. And the reason why is because my inner self, my, my well-being was doing it for itself. Like I was doing this without even knowing that I was just trying to find love in myself before I could love somebody else because I found myself just less attracted to people, not in like the sexual way, but in every way, in the physical way, in the, in the spiritual way, literally everything, personality, everything. I found myself just like holding back from people and I didn't know what I was doing, but I was really just trying to love myself and figuring out where I was on the, the whole love spectrum and, and whether I was confident with myself and everything like that. So the people who are in love, awesome. I So much kudos to you. You're very, very strong. The people who aren't, the reason why you're not right now is because you're loving yourself. And I truly, truly want you to believe that whether you think it or not, I think that is something that we are doing right now when we're not in love. So to get on to what we want to talk about today. I'm going to talk to you guys about escaping your reality. So the world can seem pretty scary at times, and I feel like we need to get out. And ha- And I have a few tips and tricks of what I do. It's nothing crazy or nothing serious, but it's the small, simple things that really help us. I find we get so drowned and caught up in in our phones and in social media and, and everything like that. It's that we forget like who we are. We we are so focused on the lives of the celebrities or people in the line or in the in the in the spotlight and everything like that. We kind of forget who we are and what we have to do in order to to create the best environment for ourselves. And environment being one of them, changing your environment when you find that you need to escape reality is something that is so important. If you go to like your favorite place, either growing up or right now, there's this island near me called Bait Island, and I live but I live uh, in Ottawa, but Bait Island is in the middle of Gatineau in Ottawa, and there's a river that crosses Gatineau in Ottawa that separates it. Sorry, and so this. This island is called Bait Island. It is actually in the middle of Gatineau and Ottawa. And you can go in there and you're standing on like kind of that, that, that borderline. And you can see beautiful Ottawa and it's our city. And I, recently, I, I found that about two years ago, that spot. And 
it is a spot where I go to think. It's where a spot where I go to, you know, fall in love with this beautiful earth because the sunset is truly amazing there. And it's not, it's literally five minutes away, but it's something that I go, it's somewhere that I go where I just want to escape reality. I, I love driving my car. I love my little Mini Cooper and I love driving it. And to go there and just like sit in my car and just be, just kind of like reflect on my life over the past year, over the past two years and realize how far I've come, how strong I've became. And yes, this, this podcast may sound like it's very um, egotistical and very t- towards me, but this is the only way that I can relate to talking to you guys is through my own little experiences. And so I've had a really, really tough two years and I, that, that was me moving out. Like me moving out was a really, really tough time for me. And sometimes like reality was something that I didn't, that was, that was the hardest thing to face um, in those two years because it was something that I was dealing with every single day. So kind of escaping it was something that was really beneficial to me. So going to this favorite spot, whether it, even if it's just a favorite spot for you, whether it's a lake, whether it's a walk, whether it's your bed, I think, well, I think it's important to get out of your house and go find a place and really clear the air and step outside and do all that kind of stuff. I think that's really important. So that's one of my biggest tips. Another one is go back to your childhood. There's a lot of times that we kind of forget where we came from and it's similar to what I just said. It's, it's go, finding a spot. But there was a spot growing up as when I was a kid. And it was a spot that every time I questioned kind of like if I wanted to run away or anything like that. And it questioned my life. And I know that sounds really dark. But there's, there was a lot of times where I, I lost who I was, especially when I got all my head injuries. And I, and I couldn't do the dream job that I wanted to do. And I, my life kind of just like went on hold and stopped really, really quickly. I didn't really know where to go. I didn't know what to do. And I would always go to walk to the end of my street. At the end of my street, there was this huge cornfield. And I would walk in the middle of this cornfield and I would just be alone. And I would, and I would just think, and I would just look up at the stars. I would look up the sky. And I, again, so movie picturesque and whatever, but it would just, it, it would really, really help me. I would sometimes take my camera out there. I would do long exposures of the night, get the stars and everything like that. I didn't even know what I was doing. I didn't know that was going to become my job at the time or this passion that I had. I didn't know anything. I just wanted a distraction and walking into this cornfield just by myself and really kind of just reflecting on who I am and everything like that. And it, you don't have to be this super smart spiritual person in order to reflect on your self-love. It's literally just thinking about you and being in love with you. And that's a really, really hard place to get for a lot of people. But I think kind of admitting to myself that I wasn't super in love with myself and there was things that I had to do was something that really, really helped me. So going back to a place of my childhood and is literally just on my street. It's down the street in this cornfield that, well, I don't, I don't even know if my parents knew that I went there all the time, but if they listen to this, they're going to know. I would literally just walk down the street. It was probably like a 10-minute a walk down my street, less, and I would just cross this little stream, and then I'd hop on this, uh, this field. And it wasn't even, like, fenced off. I mean, I'm, I was trespassing, but, like, it wasn't fenced off. So, like, <laughs> little badass Joey. And I would just walk in this cornfield. And I, I thought it was, like, the coolest thing. I thought it was, like, kind of, like, tro- crossing the stream is, like, going into this this reality that's well it's away from reality it's this whole separate world and nobody could see me because i'm just like this little tiny thing in this all of this huge cornfield and i thought it was i don't know it really really helped me so going going back to my childhood i went back there about this summer or last summer i went back and i walked in this cornfield and i was like i remember standing here not knowing who the hell i was i remember standing there and being like i'm gonna leave this world probably tonight and I, I would question my life all the time, but every single time I was there, I would get so caught up in the fact, or I would just lose my mind and 
not in a bad sense, but I would lose like my track of mind. Like if I went there and I was like, okay, I don't want to live anymore. But when I was there, I kind of forgot about that. And I know, I know that seems like it's hard to do, but when you kind of go to a place and you lose yourself, it's kind of a really beneficial place. And like, that's my escape from reality. That's exactly what it is. Another, another little tip and trick that I have Growing up, I always wanted to be a hockey player. I grew up playing hockey. I started playing hockey when I was three years old. And I know there's a sport out there that you guys may like. And when I, whenever I feel really down, when I got my concussions, I stopped playing hockey. I literally cleared my mind. I have this thing where I can just delete any memory from my mind. And it's really tough, but it, I forget it forever. And um, I kind of deleted hockey from my mind. And which was a really, really tough thing for me. But the day I found out I couldn't play hockey uh, or competitively anymore, um, that was the day that I deleted everything from my mind. And I, this year, I started playing hockey again. And it has made me probably the happiest I've ever been in the past two years because I went from not playing my favorite, favorite sport that I played from three years old to 18 years old every single, probably every single week, about five times a week I played, which is insane for that many years. And then I just deleted it from my mind. Yeah, it was a really, really bad decision that I made for myself. But playing this year really, really helped me. And that helped me escape reality. I was a totally different person on that ice. I didn't think about a vlog. I didn't think about podcasts. I didn't think about my taxes. I didn't think about if I was going to get my rent paid. I didn't think about hustling. I didn't think about anything. In that moment, I thought about the fact that I was with my boys. And I know that sounds so douchey, but the fact that I was with my boys, the fact that I was out playing the sport that I loved, the fact that I was sweating, the fact that I was working harder, and knowing that playing hockey was making me a stronger person physically and mentally, I, I, I just loved it. I lost track of everything. That was my escape to, uh, my escape to reality or from reality, sorry. So finding that sport that you, that you miss is so important. And if you're playing it right now, that's awesome. And if you're going to notice that if you're, when you're playing this sport and if you're playing it, you are going to notice that you will lose yourself in that sport. You're going to find yourself not even thinking about that homework that you have to do, not even thinking about that, that boy that turned you down or that girl that turned you down or anything like that. Everything is non-existent when you are playing that sport. And that goes with anything with being physical. I find that we have to have so much concentration in being physical in order to do it properly so we don't hurt ourselves that we kind of have to be thinking about nothing else. Have you ever noticed that when your mind is in something else, on something else when you're playing a sport, you always suck at it? It's because you're, you need to be mentally in that sport 100% in order to succeed in it. So playing a sport you miss and really, really connecting with it and putting yourself 100% in that sport is really, really important because it gets you out of that reality. And I think it's a, it's, it's a great thing to do once a week, twice a week, whatever it is. I think it's a great thing to do. Another thing, my second last tip, <laughs> you guys are going to laugh at me. I swear, you guys aren't going to believe me in this one, but it's, uh, it's awesome. I know you guys um, might not always have the best relationship with your families, and I'm not calling out the people who do. If you do, then you can definitely relate to this tip. If you don't, then I apologize. But this tip is hang out with your mom and dad, especially since I moved out two years ago, and the people who have gone up to college, or if you can relate to this, and you've gone away from home, and you've kind of just like grown up away from your parents, it's so fucking important to stay connected with your loved ones. It kind of keeps you grounded to the sense that, you're not losing who you are and where you came from and you stay humble and you stay motivated and everything like that. 
my biggest fear is becoming this egotistical asshole. And that's why I don't really make the videos or make the, the podcasts or make the Instagram pictures that are really going to blow up. Because, you know, everyone, <laughs> it's kind of funny when you watch celebrities or or these people or these big YouTube stars, they all copy each other and they all do the same thing in order to get big. And it's something that I really stay away from because I don't want to be them because I see them and I see them hate themselves. They get big and then I've hung out with them in their in their homes in LA and these million dollar mansions and everything like that. And they hate themselves. They really don't like themselves. And that's something that I want to be the furthest from. So being me and just making the videos that make me happy and everything like that is really something that I that I want to do. And hanging with my parents is keeping me so humble And because I love them. I love the fact that I was brought into this world. Sometimes I fight with my mom. Sometimes I fight with my dad. But I'm always grateful from the fact that I'm in this world because of them. And I have these amazing parents that never gave up on get never gave up on me. We never had really a lot, but they would always push and and I didn't realize that until now because I remember when I got my my first iPod for Christmas. Um, I wanted an iPhone, and I was kind of really sad that I only got an iPod. But I didn't understand the fact that my parents couldn't afford it. They literally couldn't afford it. They they they. They put out so much money to get this iPod and get all this stuff for Christmas just so I can feel like I'm having a normal Christmas to my friends because I had a lot of wealthy um, friends. I had a lot of friends with wealthy families, and so I, we didn't really understand um, how that worked. I, I had no idea, and who would have known that that iPod 5 would be sitting on my windowsill and it would film my first YouTube video. And that's the reason why I do what I do today. And that's the reason why I'm inspiring a lot of people right now. And that's why I'm sharing the story so that maybe it can inspire you to just be appreciative of your past and of your parents. And I love my mom so much that she told me yesterday, she called me, she's like, uh, cause I was getting mad because she hasn't brought my dog over in a while. And, and I can definitely go see her, but she said that she was going to bring him over for like a week or something or a day and hang out with me because I live in a beautiful area. And she hasn't been doing that. She's like, well, I'm off all next week. I'm like, what? Why? She's like, well, I have to, I'm going to be really bored because I have to do a staycation in Ottawa. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, well, I work, uh, she said, I work so many hours and she works so many hours. She's such a hard worker. And she, she, um, I was like, okay, well, screw that. Let's go somewhere. So uh, <laughs> we're going to New York for a couple of days, and I just want to—I want to get my mom out of the house, and I want to take her on some cool adventures and stuff like that. Show her my favorite spots in New York, and we're not—we're obviously still not the wealthiest bunch, so we're not staying in the, the nicest of place. But we're going on a trip together, and it's just—I want to hang out with my mom because she's taught me so much that I didn't even realize that I would being was being taught. And I think when you guys, if you're 16 right now, you're probably going through that hormonal phase of puberty and everything like that. You probably get mad at your mom more, but when you become my age, 22 turning 23 in a few months, which is crazy, but you'll really understand that your parents are there to, to help you. They're really there to help you thrive. And you don't, you, I understand that you guys don't realize this, but your parents are probably spending millions and millions of dollars on you, which is, or, or hundreds of thousands. But it's really hard to understand that they're there to literally raise you, to take care of you, to help you be the best you you can be. Otherwise, they would just throw you on the curb. And I apologize if you have parents that have done that. And that's that's obviously not something I can relate to, so I don't want to really touch on it. But I'm so grateful for the parents that I have, and I just want I, I want people to know that that I will never not be grateful because the parents that I have made me who I am today and kept me alive and everything like that. And I am so fucking grateful. I'm so thankful, and I owe it all to them. I don't know it to anybody else, but I owe it to them to keeping me strong and everything like that, and getting the help that I need, and putting me through sports and making me understand what I like and everything like that. So I'm I'm very very grateful. 
Now, one thing that is scary that kind of relates to my parents, and this is my last tip, I used to call, well, my mom or I would call each other every single day. Now, yesterday, we missed the call. And the reason why we missed the call is because I did the challenge with Jesse Page, and the YouTube video is coming out shortly, I think Monday, on her channel. We did one on my channel, too. But on her channel, we did, um, no, on my channel, sorry, uh, we did uh, turning off our phones for a day and not being on social media for a day and or anything like that, any technology. I mean, I did some work on my computer just because that's where my work is, and I didn't want to just take a day off because I needed something to work on, but I turned off my phone basically for a full day, and my mom, she called, and I missed the call, and I missed all my packages and everything like that, and it was so... It was so crazy to, to just escape that reality. It's crazy how reality is our phones nowadays. Social media is something that every single person is on. And if you're not on it and you're missing out on a lot of stuff, a lot of really, really essential news you're missing out on, whether it's your TV or your computer or anything like that. Technology is so important in our lives. It's sometimes how we open our doors, how we turn on our cars, everything like that. So it's really, really important. Some of our jobs is like mine, specifically technology. And I, I thrive and I live off technology. So to turn off my phone for a day, I don't, it kind of hurt my business, but I wanted to try it. And I found myself being so much more productive. And then today I turned on my phone. I've been on my computer all day and whatever. And it's noon right now. And I'm just, I forgot. Like I literally, I woke up yesterday at 7.30 a.m. And I went the whole day without my phone. Today I woke up at 9.30 and I went straight to my phone and I've been on my phone and my laptop doing doing some work here and there, watching videos, doing doing everything like that, but I've been on it to 12, 12 p.m. I've been on it till noon. And then I realized, I pulled up my camera and I was like, I, today, right away, I've been on my phone and I've been just distracted by my phone for from 9 to 12. And that's so stupid. I was supposed to have a podcast up at 11 a.m. and I missed it because I was so distracted by this social media game. And so escaping reality, turn off your fucking phone. Literally. I don't care. I, I don't care if it's for a day or for an hour or five, for five minutes. I think it's so important and I'm going to start doing this. I'm going to start setting a limit or a time where I can't go on social media. So I think it's really important, especially if it's your job or if it's your career or anything like that, or if you're working in social media or if you're working in a marketing agency or you're answering emails all day, I think at like 10 p.m. or 9 p.m. even, turn that off. You can respond to texts. You can respond to calls. I think that's important to stay connected with people. But turn off social media. Don't go on social media after like 10 p.m. I think that would be really, really beneficial to a lot of us um, because I find a lot of us are sitting in bed on our phones and then we can't fall asleep because we were just staring at a fucking screen or we're doing that all day. And then we miss out on just hanging out with friends or being active or just uh, <laughs> working our brain and everything like that because we're sitting on our phones talking to each other who are sitting right beside us. So I think it's just really important to turn off our phone. And I'm not going to lie to you. I just burped there, so excuse me. But uh, it's just important to turn off your phone. And I, I realized, like, a lot of you guys didn't know I did that because I had uh, my assistant post on my social media because I'm trying to sell a show and, <laughs> and I'm trying to sell merch and everything like that. So I have to stay active and stuff like that. So I had my uh, assistant manage my, my social media for a day. And uh, she did a pretty good job, What you guys didn't really notice. Um, <laughs> which is kind of funny. But like I said, a show uh, is coming up and I really wouldn't want you to go. But 
those were my tips for escaping reality is literally just go back to your childhood, play a sport you miss, hang with your mom and dad, turn off your phone. Simple, simple, simple things that I think we used to do as a kid and we don't really do anymore. And so I think that's really important. And if you literally have to be the dad to yourself and take your phone away, I think that's really important. Like hate yourself for a little like five minutes and take that phone away and you'll, you'll really, really um, appreciate what you did for yourself. Now, Back to my show, if you guys live in Toronto or you're willing to travel Toronto to Toronto, on February 8th, we are doing a show. There's a bunch of you coming already, but we still have a few tickets left because we changed venues. It is only $20 or $50 or $100, depending on what package you get, but $20. Come meet me. Come meet Kayla Nicholson, L Mills, Andrew Coe, Anthony Ortiz. Come see our show. Come eat pasta with us. Come have coffee with us. Come get some merch and not have to pay for shipping because we all know shipping's a bitch. Come hang out, Toronto, February 8th. Go on my Instagram right now, at Joey Kidney. The tickets are on there. You can definitely find them very easily and get a ticket. I really, really don't want you to miss out on this because we won't be coming to Toronto for probably another year or so. So I really, really want you guys to come and see the show and everything like that. And if this show does well, we do more shows. And we may be able to go to your city. So if you have friends who live in Toronto or live in the Ontario area and are willing to travel, please get them to come to the show. I love you guys so much. Thank you guys so much for listening. You guys are amazing. And I will talk to you guys over on Instagram or Twitter at Joey Kidney. And um, <laughs> or if you want to see more Let's Get Uncomfortable episodes, they're going to be on my YouTube channel. There are more videos to come. And you guys are freaking amazing. I love you guys so much. And I hope this helped you escape reality for a little bit. And, uh, well, now I think you should turn off your phone and go hang out with your mom and dad. <laughs> Anyways, I'll talk to you guys next Friday. And I will see you later. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.